episode 184 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by my co-captain, Kyle Springer. Hello, how's it going? You have it's the going matching well. red bow in your I do. hair for what we're going to be for talking our, about For a topic today, today Hayao Miyazaki's yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service. Yes, I had to represent with the red bow. Uh, and then <laughs> I, I don't... Good stuff. I, <laughs> I don't have a black cat, but I have a stuffed Meowth uh, I put up behind me. He can be my familiar. <laughs> that works. I just have that different wise-talking anime cat. <laughs> oh, man. So how, how was, how's your weekend been? It's been good. I went out to a barcade last night for a Ooh. friend's birthday. Uh, was not good at any of it. I never am. That's but, okay. you know, I just hit That's buttons. Okay. I pretend to be Dazzler. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Arcades are fun. Uh, speaking of Pokemon and Meowth, all I did l- 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 last night was play the new Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Uh, so that's, that's what I've been up to this weekend. We were actually supposed to record crossplay yesterday, but there's a lot of video game news mm. and... Gino, who usually fills out the sheet in that he at the last minute was like, hey, guys, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be there. I can't make it. Uh, and since he hadn't filled out the, the document yet, we were just like, well, we could still do it, but we're going to kind yeah. of be unprepared. So we we're like, let's just delay mm. it till t- tomorrow. So we have that uh, this evening. Or video game talk, Pokemon talk. Uh-huh. That's not what we're here to talk about, though. Kiki's Delivery Whoa. Service. Yes. That's what we're talking uh, last about. Last week, I pitched you a couple different anime movies, and I threw this one in because you and I have never talked about uh, any Miyazaki together. You've talked about other movies on previous incarnations of this podcast before I hopped on. You talked about Princess Mononoke and Castle mm-hmm. of Cagliostro, but I wanted my chance at it, and I thought I'd pick this, which is a childhood favorite of mine, and it is... I think the first anime I can remember seeing. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I, so I mentioned this last week when you pitched these, that I always get this movie mixed up with uh, the girl who leapt through time, I believe is the, the, the uh-huh. one. Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't really <laughs> feel like they're all that similar. I just I for some reason in my mind, they occupy the same space. Uh, and that that is is not the case. But we've corrected that uh, now because I technically hadn't seen this. I had seen like bits and pe- uh-huh. like, you know, I'd seen like clips and gifs and pictures and all that stuff. But I hadn't seen the actual full like, let me just sit down and watch this. Um, so, yeah got to watch this one for the first time so it was good nice it was good i i had yeah, a good. lot of fun I, i'm glad with this one yeah it's so charming it's such a real magical experience for me when i was a little girl watching it about eight years old yeah. and that still sticks with you i think this is just as affecting as it was when i was a child mm-hmm 
yeah, I, I, I had a blast watching this. There was lots of things uh, kind of about the world that they built in this movie that I, I was like, yeah. I want to just spend more time in this world. It doesn't necessarily need to be with Kiki, though. I would love for her to continue to show me around because she's just so happy mm-hmm. and so charming uh, that it's just like I, I, I want to be here. I want to spend t- time in this world. Show me all these other witches that know how to do like. So why does it can there only be one witch here in in a city why mm. is, is is that there like i want to know more about that stuff and it was just fun it, it, it was it was good g- g- good it was a blast so yeah it seems like this is a world where there is uh if not rules like some sort of culture like there's some sort of system for how everything works and what the traditions are but we get very little of it we get the bare minimum just what we need for the story to work and i think it's nice it's a very simple world that you can get a hold of and understand easily if you're Mm -hmm. a young person uh but it leaves you wondering more and i think that's good yeah yeah i i think they could like very quickly be like oh we'll we'll do a spin-off of the one witch that she she met when she was first flying oh. that had the 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 cat that was snarky and and stuff like that like that's their agatha harkness to uh <laughs> to, to the, like they could they, they could totally have these different spin-offs or one about the mom or the the grandma uh who who also you know was a witch and then I don't know about you, but there's two older ladies uh, in the movie that I I got the vibes that they at least like used to know someone who was a, like they like they were f- more familiar yeah. with the culture of all of that than everyone else. They all seem to know like, oh, that's a witch. A witch is here. Like they they all just yeah. ex- accept it. But there was something about those two older ladies that they seem to like i don't know like they they took to her more if that makes mm. sense but it was good i had fun i had a blast uh mm-hmm. let's do a plot synopsis for people who might not yeah. know what this is all about yeah kiki's delivery service the 1989 film by hayao miyazaki same year as the little mermaid i feel i should mention it's about a young witch named Kiki. I think she's about 13 years old. And in witch culture, when you get to that age, you take a year and you go off by yourself and you find what your specific witch talent is. Maybe it's potion making or fortune telling. Kiki, she doesn't know what hers is. She just gets on her broom and she flies away to this cute little like European seaside town. And she starts a delivery service, just flying things around on her broom. And she's like, maybe this is my specific talent. I'm just very good at flying. I'm very attuned to my broom. But she starts to lose confidence in herself. And when she loses confidence, she loses the ability to fly. And then she isn't sure about her path in life anymore. Yeah. It, it was good. It was, uh, I think, like the right amount, too. Right. Like I didn't feel like the movie was too short or too long. It just felt like it like they knew what they were doing uh, with this. I do have a caveat with that that I will speak about once we mm-hmm. get into spo- spoilers. But uh, yeah, like it, it felt 
it felt like they they had this down to a science and and or to a craft a witchcraft mm-hmm. um and they they they, <laughs> they knew exactly the story that they wanted to tell um and just felt good felt good to watch this one yeah it's a feel good it's movie. a feel it is absolutely i uh, put it on anytime you're feeling down for anybody anybody could see themselves in kiki there you go yeah all you all you all you need is this big red bow and a cat to yeah hang out with you all i don't have i have headphones and a gundam you have a gundam yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i almost have two i'm working on a second one one gundam and another set of Gundam legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this is a great like family movie. I think this is especially terrific for like younger gir- 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 girls. Yeah. Um, who who might be into that stuff or are, are into like the Disney style movies uh, that maybe you want to expose them to something else uh, that is out there i think this is a perfect one for that because there's uh there's nothing that's really scary about this film i no. know we've we've watched um some some uh miyazaki films out there that aren't they, they're not scary right but they're just so imaginative that they might have things that yeah. are out there and right i a kid couldn't handle the idea of their parents eating the wrong food and then turning into pigs yeah i i I do have to say we did watch spirited away on here right no did did we not no you and i haven't no weird i guess i just watched that on my own then i because you mentioned that we hadn't really done a miyazaki film and i was like i'm i i could have sworn we did but I guess not. You've you mentioned it once last year when we were doing Shame Timber. You mentioned that was a movie you hadn't seen and then proceeded to give me three other pitches. And I'm like, Kyle, I, we're going to watch <laughs> whatever it was. We watched the fifth element. But you, you should. It should be spirited away. I don't know why you I didn't was, make that an official pitch. I think it's a required film to be alive, to live. I, I can now happily say that I can live. I'm allowed to be alive. I have seen spirited. <laughs> you can be a human man, yeah. not a pig. <laughs> I will not get spirited away. Uh, I I will remain on this mortal coil. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was good. I recommend it. Um, I it's it's a good like summer movie too. I know we're recording yeah. this in, like late fall, start of winter here but it, mm. it, it's a like feel good summer movie yeah put this on first day of spring yeah. open your windows like bake a bread and watch kiki's delivery service there you go good stuff good stuff uh final thoughts do you have anything else to add on to that um, before we get into housekeeping and spoilers I'll mention that I watched the the dub that was on HBO Max, and this is the dub that I grew up with, although the songs were different. I think for this version, they restored oh, the original Japanese songs, which are nice, but I, I did really miss the English songs that had been created for the 90s release of this movie. I felt that those were very fitting to the tone of the movie, and I, I, I was missing out on like 3% whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have this movie on DVD. I've got that version, but I couldn't find it. Uh, and I, the dub is very good. It's it's Kirsten Dunst as Kiki. Does a wonderful job. Uh, the late Phil Hartman as her cat Gigi. And he died before this movie was released. And I remember that was mm-hmm. the first in memoriam card I ever saw in a movie when I was a kid. He was the first dead movie star I ever encountered wow, at age eight. There you go. Yeah, I like I I I do have to say I liked the voice of the cat, but it was also so like not what I expected from like it's <laughs> it's it's jarring, but it's like it's oddly charming in in, mm-hmm. in that sense. But yeah, the Miyazaki films they generally have very very good dubs, um, and that's that that's the one that I, that I watched too. HBO Max and stuff there. Uh, Well, with that, we will take a quick break for housekeeping. And when we get back, we will uh, get into spoilers and start talking about the film more in depth. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier. So thank you so much, Sam. We love you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool things that we've been up to here at The Whatnots, just so you know. I mentioned Crossplay, our video game podcast, at the start of this. You guys should go check that out. Uh, brand new Pokemon game is out right now, but we are also about to uh, do our 100th episode on the show. Hey. The one we're rec- recording today is 99, uh, and then we're taking this next weekend off because of Thanksgiving uh, and, and stuff like that. But then the week after that um, will be number 100, the first weekend in December. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, for the reactor core, we're about to start our reactions to Hawkeye on Disney Plus, the yeah. brand new Marvel show uh, that starts coming out this Wednesday uh, and will be there that every be Wednesday. Today. As this podcast is released, that would be today. This podcast comes out on Wednesday, so be on the lookout Wednesday night. Uh, it should be up late Wednesday night. Um, yeah, then we also did our spoiler cast for Eternals. Our reaction mm. to the new Spider-Man trailer, all that stuff is out right now. You guys can go check it out. Uh, and 
captain's log. We took the week off last week, uh, but we were back this week. I got to tell Melissa a little bit about my vacation and stuff that we did uh, with, with that. Melissa, you made the uh, incredible decision to watch The Happening uh, and report Don't make fun your, of your me. findings. <laughs> you know how I live my life. And, it, and it's all movies are welcome. If I get like five minutes of joy out of an hour and 45 minute experience, <laughs> then that's what I get. And I welcome that. There you go. So go check out the captain's log. We had a lot to talk about. There was a lot of Marvel and Disney Plus news since they mm-hmm. had their Disney Plus uh, day as well. So go check that stuff out. But for now, let's get into Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Here we are. Mm. We are in spoilers. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to jump right into it and mention my caveat. Because to, to be okay. honest, I <laughs> to be honest, I feel like this might be a short one because this movie is so good. I almost have nothing yeah. bad <laughs> to say. It's just like, it's good. Go watch it. It's have nice. Fun. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very sweet girl. She helps her neighbors. Yeah. I, I, my one caveat with the film is not even like a full critique of just like, "Mm, I don't Uh know if that was a good decision. They might have, they should have done something else. It, it was more the fact that I, I feel like the way this movie ended almost came just a tad too abruptly. I I agree. Yeah. But even then, like, I, I still think, like, they had this film down to, to a science that I don't really know what mm. they could have done to improve that without, like, changing the entire film somehow. So that, and, and that's not what I want <laughs> them to do. Like, it just felt like her losing her powers and then gaining them back was so fast that it, it almost isn't a it it's almost not a plot point but it is like that is the like like you said like that is how you describe the film she's a witch Mm. in this new town to do her training and she loses her powers in the midst of her starting up this delivery service and so now she's unsure about her and now she's unsure about her life um but yeah she like she loses her powers in the last like 15 20 minutes and then gets them back and saves the day in that same like 15 to 20 minutes so for most of the film i'm sitting there being like oh okay so this whole thing is actually about her delivery service and maybe there's going to be some mix up or mistake or she delivers something for someone maybe she shouldn't have or it's a bomb mm-hmm. she delivered a, a, a bad it's, thing it's right i don't know it just just some like there was gonna be something a more centered around the actual delivery service um where like somehow maybe her name gets tarnished and she can't do Mm. her delivery service but then no it's oh now she just lost her magical powers 
and has to figure out like it almost switches away from the delivery service yeah and it's like we have to focus on something else and so that was just like a mm, i don't know i i I don't know how (laughs) they would fix that exactly but you 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 started to nod your head and be like yeah i think i kind of i I think just at the very end like she saves tombo and then the credits start rolling and there is like a little epilogue that's like at the and like there's animation playing over the credits like we see the credits roll after you know as we see like uh, her friend Osono had her baby and they're like having a picnic or whatever. Like we see her, her parents back at their home living peacefully. You know, D- Tombo's flying something. Just like all the characters we've come to know having a nice time. And then she does like re it's her narrating like a letter she's written to her parents at the very end of the credits. Yeah. Before it goes to just like the white text on black vertical scroll. Uh, and I, I feel like another movie would have put that first and then rolled the credits. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, I, I, I guess with that, too, it almost feels rushed. Like at the, the end, mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, we need to wrap this up, put the credits on top of it so we can save t- time. Um, but besides that, I don't have stuff that's like a bad thing to say about this. I had fun with it all and I want yeah. to know more. I just want to be in that space. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. I, I think uh one of my favorite characters was tombo uh first of all tombo's so sweet that name is ridiculous uh hey tombo tombo (laughs) tombo's a great name one two three four five everybody loves um i he reminds me of tintin did, did sure did you get that yeah. he's, he seems like the boy got- adventurer detective type just like he he's a tomboy right, right? just knock off yeah the why uh he, he's tombo um yeah, yeah I, I feel like if Tintin like needed to fly somewhere and any of his like adult military friends like were were indisposed <laughs> and he had to seek like another boy. Like if there was an adventure where Tintin was regulated exclusively to other boys and no adults, he would go to Tombo and he'd be like, Tombo, I have to fly over here to rescue Captain Haddock. <laughs> Tombo would be, be like, I know someone. I got you. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, he had that same like blonde hair with the like big cowlick in front that just like is spiked up. Um, Mm. Yeah, he had. I but that's that's the thing. Like you don't get enough of it. Like you you get just enough to be like, okay, he's into flying. He wants to be a pilot. Like, and that's really all you need. But it's it's Mm. not like I I want to see more of of him. He has this like boy. He, he he has this like schoolyard cr- crush on on Kiki as he see like oh, she can fly like oh my god yeah. like, this is the best thing ever she's great it's amazing uh, and he's he's so impressed by her immediately and just wants yeah. to know everything about her and he's super friendly and super curious and he's just too much for Kiki and I also like that Kiki makes the point that we have not been formally introduced sir. she's like this very mannered country girl and he's just like this loud city boy and she's like thank you for helping me 
we are strangers. <laughs> like, yeah. let's do this properly. Go back to me when you have a formal invitation. And even then, like, they, I, I, they're more acquaintances still after that mm-hmm. than they really are yes. f- f- friends. Even though he has this crush on her, like, she never really brings him into like a friendship circle or like okay we're gonna go on an adventure together she does call him his friend uh once he's in trouble and like sees him on the news it's like that's my friend i think that's also just more of the like that's a boy my age that i know right like that's my friend um and she goes to save him and then they kind of fly off in this like triumphant like i we saved the day mm. i saved you hooray and then that's it like the movie ends like there is no mm. like is there going to be some kind of like romantic thing going on here or not uh there it's just nope that's it she saved the day done yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. It is I a guess. little abrupt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Blank Check movie podcast, which I mention frequently, they do series on directors and they did a Miyazaki series two or three years ago. And I remember in one episode, they were talking about how the need for like a strong wrap up conclusion is more of a, a Western storytelling concept. And it's it's less prevalent in Japanese cinema. I think I've heard that in like uh, the DVD features on the Pokemon movies. Uh, <laughs> I think hey, they guys, mentioned that in the commentary so you know. for Pokemon Forever. <laughs> it's like just so you know, we don't necessarily need the strong wrap up like you guys think. Okay, <laughs> our movies aren't <laughs> bad. It's just a different tradition. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, that was the impression I've gotten just from discussions of anime movies that are translated and adapted to an American audience is that sometimes the endings are a bit more ambiguous or abstract. And sometimes there's a bit of added voiceover or editing to yeah. just to make them a little bit clearer. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I had no problem with the movie wrapping up where it does it's just like I, I i feel like that triumphant moment is a strong place to end like yes she got her powers mm-hmm. back the day is saved like that's kind of it like now she's like it's implied right that she now knows how to get her magic back she now knows her purpose in life or even if she loses it again, like she'll know what to do. She'll know how to cope and uh, 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 and just deal with the 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 whole thing there. Um, but it, it's a strong place to end it. But yeah, it is one of those things of like, I wish like I would have seen her go on an adventure with Tombo. Like I, I wish I would have seen something else about these two older women that i mentioned uh that they seem to kind of know maybe a little bit more or like take to to her more than everyone else because once she leaves her house don't really see them all that much I, Mm -hmm. i guess we do see them a bit in the like end credits thing they are the quick montage but it's still just like 
I wanted to see like who who are they? Why are they living together? Mm. Why had they so quickly t- and seem to like seek her out specifically, right? To be like, no, we want you to deliver this thing. Like it, it seemed purposeful, and then was just mm. like, oh no, it's just the 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 more it's the the new local deliveries <laughs> service. Yeah, is all we get. And she's like, I I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> I guess because words just made it around this little town that Kiki's somebody you can rely on. She can deliver it very quickly. She's so polite. Uh, she'll, she'll go the extra mile if needed. And oh, she's just a good soul to work with. I was struck mm-hmm. by how few deliveries there actually are in the movie. I think by yeah. the time she like loses confidence in herself and her ability to fly, she's delivered maybe five things. Uh, which is just different than what I remembered it being when I was a kid. I think there were like there was more of a delivery aspect to it. And I remembered that she'd lost her powers earlier. Like, I think the scene where where she goes off with her friend Ursula and like stays in the cabin in the woods to like just have a break for a day. I in my childhood brain, that was most of the movie. Like my brain just oh. distorted the sense of pace of the thing. It does come in later into the story than I thought. Yeah. What did you think about? Well, what did you say her her name was? The I girl think that it's lives Ursula. out in the cabin. Ursula. What did you think about her? I liked her. I think she's very charming. It's a good voice performance by Janine Garofalo. She's always mm-hmm. good to hear. Yeah, I like that she just takes to Kiki as a muse, sort of. You know, she's like this college age girl who's like just out there focusing on her art, drawing birds, painting paintings. I'd forgotten about that painting. Like she takes Kiki into her cabin and shows her what she's been working on. It is this beautiful sort of, I don't know, Vincent Van Gogh. Starry night inspired. Painting. Yeah. 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 And that it's got like all these little streaks of color and these big sort of spiral patterns that is at night. There's a big moon in it. I'd forgotten what that was, and I was so emotional upon seeing it again. So I watched this movie a lot when I was little, and I haven't sat down and watched it in like 10 years or something. So I was just seeing that again and forgotten, forgetting that was even part of it. I I teared up just to look at this beautiful painting. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I, I liked her. And again, it's another one of those things that like, I feel like there's more to tell about her here. Like what? Mm. Why? Why is she living alone in the woods? Why are all these crows protecting her? I know that that's how crows get if you like start feeding them and stuff like that. Like they they will like bring you things and hang out with you and protect you and will attack like whoever else gets near you. But I think in maybe a more modern story, like she would also be a witch. Like, that is maybe more witch-like behavior, right? Living alone out in the woods with a murder of crows protecting you is like, huh, there's some witchy witchy vibes going on here. But she's not in in this. Like, not at all. She's just someone who likes to make art. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I I liked her just because how... She it's very clear very quickly uh, that she is someone who's been through the same stuff like she's she appears Mm. very 
confident and is just kind of in her own space and like doesn't really care about like what people think of of her and and stuff and stuff like that but she's also at the same time so confident in all the stuff she knows how to do 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 because she's been there where kiki is where she's in a new place she's unsure of herself maybe she just lost her powers or her her inspiration right mm. and she's she's dealt with that and i i think that's a very important character to have uh just like i i like to 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 have her basically be like yeah i've been where you are i'm not perfect like i i lose inspiration mm. and stuff like that too but i also know how to deal with that that sometimes all you have to do is just wait and be patient and find the right moment and it it will come might not be mm. where you where you expect but like something will hit you and you'll just be like that's it right there let's go and and you'll be back on the broomstick back in the saddle mm -hmm. so. yeah i was also struck by tombo being the only person kiki interacts with who's really her own aide. after she flies yeah. out of her town and she does fly and talk to that that other witch that real sort of prissy snippy witch who's sort of putting her down but Kiki doesn't realize it, doesn't get it. Uh, and then when she gets to town, there is she's walking past like girls on the street who she like sort of every time she walks past them, she sort of like stiffens up, like ignore me. Don't look at me. These girls are going to make fun of me. But the girls like don't even see her, like not like in a, a way that they're ignoring her. Like, oh, those are just three friends engaged in each other. Like they're just talking and laughing mm -hmm. with each other like they don't see you you don't have to worry about being an outsider or wearing a dowdy dress or anything like that uh she has yeah. some interactions with youth in general but the only like specific person she develops a relationship with is tombo and everyone else is an adult like he said ursula it looks like she's maybe college age uh she's got her friend osono at the bakery who's an adult woman she's got these these old, old ladies she helps out with yeah she's really in a world of adults, even Tombo, who is presumably also like 13, 14 years old, he's in like he's in an aviation club. That's such an adult thing for a kid to be doing, like building a yeah. little propeller plane on your bicycle. <laughs> yeah, the the whole the whole town that they're in, I thought was really fascinating. It, it's a really interesting mm. town because it feels like such a mix of all these different European flavors, right? They have the yeah. big like clock tower that reminds me of Big Ben. But then mm. the, the it's the town is like right by the sea. But the architecture is also a mix of like German stuff or like stuff from Paris. And it just like I, like yeah. the, the whole thing just feels like this miss like this big mix mash of, right. of european stuff uh and you, yeah like, like you, we you folded all really the european it. pavilions at epcot in on each other and that's what yeah. makes up this yeah. town exactly exactly um the, the whole thing was good i i i i had a blast i i liked uh the t town a lot i like these old let's talk about these old yeah. ladies they're great they're they're i think like <laughs> 
two of the best characters and, and i mean i guess there's not very many mm. characters in here in general but they are two yeah. of the best characters in this whole film because <laughs> uh, yeah like i said it seems like they almost purposely seek out kiki mm. for some other purpose besides uh like oh this is ju- 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 just the new delivery service but we don't get any other information on that but they're just so charming but they're also so different from one another like the one thing that i like the one that's a little more hunched over she's watching the tv she's watching the news when this big blimp is like crashing into things and there's like fires and destruction and she's sitting there like yes more more like it's just good Like there's some, yeah, there's something I'd like actually to happening. Yeah. That's a sweet dynamic. It is this woman who uh, she's like the older of the two. Like she's the lady of the house and her friend. Uh, it seems like she's like a hired employee. Like she is a maid. She is an assistant. She's a valet. But they have a very fond, friendly, like sisterly relationship. You know, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the fact that one of them's always asking, hey, would you get this? Would you do this for me, please? Like you wouldn't know. It's this sort of employer-employee dynamic, but they seem so close, so friendly. They're so friendly to Kiki. This is a delightful movie for just helping people, for just etiquette, for just being a positive influence in other people's lives in a very small way. I like Mm -hmm. to see that. Just Kiki being a good neighbor, helping out with chores, being friendly and like so polite and then people are polite back to her and be like well i'd love to help with the chores and in exchange i'll give you this it's just pleasant it's just a very pleasant charitable place it's good it's a it's it's a good thing to teach younger kids and stuff they're just like hey it's it's a good thing to help out just small things you don't need to do big grand gestures but just small things help them bake something help them d- deliver th- this thing that they need to get to point a to point b you know mm. just help out and be nice it's free yeah. it's free to be nice be nice to people it is yeah i think it's a good, good model of just reaching a hand out to a, a neighbor you know or an elderly person in your community absolutely absolutely um so let's talk about well i there's still i i feel like there's still a little bit to talk about with uh the crows with ursula's crows <laughs> I think this is uh it this was an interesting bit of the movie because I think in in like Western fairy tales, like Dark Woods and the Crows, that's usually yeah. where the villain is, right? That's where the evil witch mm. is, and that's kind of what I was expecting. Like, is some is Ursula like secretly a witch that lives like outside of this town, or like used to be in that city, and they kicked her out? And something like that. And she just appears to be young, even though she might be really old or something. You're looking for all these twists in like the simplest story that has ever been told. It's it's not even that I was looking for a twist, but I like what we've kind of mentioned before is that this is a Japanese 
epic. Like this is not mm. a Western fairy tale. This is not the Western version of witches and fairy tales mm. and all th those kinds of stories, which is kind of what I was expecting. Like to 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 have the like, okay, they're about to go into into the evil dark woods and stuff like <laughs> that. But what I thought was neat about these cr crows is that uh, her cat can understand them, can understand the dogs that are in the yeah. town and like they can all speak to one another. Uh, and and then in, tr in turn, the familiar can speak to the witch and be like, the crow said you're an egg stealer, even though like she hasn't mm -hmm. stolen an egg, but it's it's still yeah. it's still just like, what, 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 why? I didn't steal anything. I just I need my toy back. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, I, I, I liked that, that there is this like communication between all of the that there is this communication between all of the animals um, and that they can speak and have their own conversations and stuff. Yeah, I like the small bits of world building magic like that, mm -hmm. like all animals can speak the same language. Like I said earlier, you can tell that there is so much culture and tradition here, but we get so little of it. And uh, like when Kiki flies out and she's looking for a place to go, she gets to the city and she's like, I wonder if they already have a witch. And you're not sure if it's yeah. like regulated that there can be one witch per X amount of miles, one witch in a zip code capita, or if it's right. just sort of like a. <laughs> Yeah, or if it's just sort of um, an etiquette thing, like you don't set up your witch shop too close to any other witch shop. And like the, yeah. the awareness that the general public has of witches, it seems like most people have heard of them, uh, but like aren't familiar with their customs, you know, <laughs> and aren't mm -hmm. sure what to think of them. Some people are like a witch and other people are like a witch. Yeah, they're they're all still amazed when they see her get on her broom and fly off. They're just like, whoa, like, like, there, there actually is a witch here. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and like, they're not shocked. I, I, it's not like this is impossible. Yeah. Like, I think the world knows about magic. You know that magic is real, but it seems like most people haven't gotten to see it before. Like, you don't like the the average person isn't in touch with magic unless a witch sets up in their community and then they can go for her, go to her for assistance yeah. in whatever her witch trait is. But other than that, like it's not clear, like who is witches is this passed down genetically. How do you get to become a witch? Why did it, it seems like she comes from a country community of witches. Do they all live out in the country? There's a lot that could be said about this world, but they say, just enough that you understand everything that's happening and you, mm -hmm. you do get to imagine and play make-believe and the door is open to you to imagine if I was a witch, what would my skill be? What would my journey be? Where would I go? What sort of familiar would I have? What I want to know is like, is yeah, when, when they reach the age of 13 and they go off in their training, we, Mention that one bit where she's like, ah, I wonder if that town already has one. Like, I'm I'm wondering if it's more that for that one year they need to go, like they can't get influenced by another witch. So they mm. have to go to one where there is none. But like after that, 
then they can go be like, all right, I'm going to go back to this one town or yeah. I'm going to stay here yeah. and who knows what. When you're 14, you get to yeah. start a coven. But before yeah. that, you're in an isolation period. Yeah. But on top of that, though, they say it's for tr- training. But there's not much training that happens in this film (laughs) it's all independent study which i i really like this is an interesting avenue as opposed to other stories of magic where there are you have a hogwarts or you've got some sort of a mentor or you've got a set of books and rituals you have to follow this is very oh there's an artist metaphor that kind of runs through this. It is like an artist's independent study. Like uh, she's just like Ursula. Like I'm just mm-hmm. going to pick a place that inspires me and I'm just going to teach myself and hone my craft here yeah, in whatever way develops in whatever way that I find makes sense for me. Yeah. But it's not even a, it, it like, it's not like she went there to be like, Okay, like now that I've set up shop in this town, I need to start collecting herbs and stuff like that to make potions and stuff that my mom has taught me. I just need to see what's available in the town. Like the the thing Mm. she does is just start up her own business that really has nothing to do with witchcraft. It's just like, I'm just going to be a delivery girl. And and. Sure, that that helps her to, like, get money and familiarize herself with the town. Um, But yeah, it like the only thing that I think you could argue is training is her overcoming this depressive state, right? This this loss Mm -hmm. of inspiration uh, of just like, oh, no, I don't have my magical powers. I can't fly. I don't know what to do with my life because I can't be a delivery girl now because i can't get there fast enough um so what now like that is the only like training and that might be the big thing like for her like it, mm. it, it might be training in the sense that hey if you find this new town and you set up shop like there will be some obstacle that you need to overcome and that is mm. your training but even then like that's not clear like that's it's not given to us of like okay is she gonna practice spells is she gonna practice potion making is she gonna like what like we don't know because we see her mom like very obviously like making potions and stuff but with like chemistry stuff like she's more Mm, of a chemist than than that so like that that has a weird spin on that thing than the the big old like black cauldron yeah um, stuff so yeah yeah like i'm i'm wondering if there's more of this this thing of just like you find the spot and you wait and like the 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 thing that you need to do will present itself it might be some crisis it might be Mm. some job that you take up it might be some obstacle that you have to deal with but that is your training. And then after that, yeah, there's like books that's like, oh, yeah, if you want to make this potion, uh, you need this, this and that. And you can buy that here at this store or go get it out in those mm-hmm. woods here. Who knows? I it, don't know. But. When she goes to this town, when she's on her flying journey, it's not until the end where she like picks up the just like the street sweepers broom. She's to work on an unfamiliar broom for a particularly challenging bit of flight to like 
grab Tombo's hand and like save him from from falling off of this crashed blimp. Yeah. Up until that point, nothing that she's doing with her flight is particularly challenging. Like she's not challenging herself with any like slalom courses, like anything uh, technically challenging with flight. It's a test of not of skill, but of character, of just people skills of helping each other of balancing your schedule and making sure that you have enough space in your day to uh, fulfill all the promises do all the things that you told people you would do and give time for yourself like tombo asked you to go to his aviation party will you have time to get ready and and go with them make that time in your life for yourself how do you deal with uh, obstacles like you drop the package or it's raining and now you're all wet or you bring the package to somebody and she's like, oh, I didn't want grandma to send me this. This is gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's all people skills. And I feel like we when we see her mom, her mom's making these potions. She's got sort of this apothecary setup, and she's got this one lady who seems like is coming to her for particular potions for whatever needs. And uh we can imagine that's the same with that girl who's the fortune teller, who's the only other witch with a specific job who we encounter, which thinking about it now, it is wild that she's like 14 years old. And she's like, I tell fortunes about love. Like, are you just an adult walking in there saying, like, I need the tips on this hot new romance. I got to see this fortune teller. And then you open the curtain and it's a 14 year old. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> what did you know? You're just a kid. Right. Uh, <laughs> There's zero. You're expecting any sort of steamy details. No, this is this is a young lady. <laughs> you'll be getting none of that. She'll tell you if you might hold hands with somebody. Maybe yeah. you'll share a milkshake with two straws. Yeah. Even <laughs> but as they're. <laughs> no, but like these are both positions that involve talking with people. And I think that's kind of what right. Kiki's where she, what she's there to hone is just being friendly being polite being helpful uh learning to accept what other people give you like good and bad like learning to deal with you you know you've got a tough delivery or you bring a package to somebody and they don't like it and also learning to be like if this person wants to pay you that much money believe that you are worth the amount of money they are paying you right yeah several times she's like oh no that's too much or no, I'll just do it for free. I'm happy to help. And they're like, no, take it. Like, like know what your worth is in this town. Take the right. money. Maybe that's the more important part of a witch's journey is not honing the skill, but like the hard technical magic skill, but honing all the soft social skills that surround that, how you're going to manage the business of whatever it is you do. Yeah, that's, that's a good thought. Um, I was also thinking that it's like, like we said, it's a feel good film. It's a good, uh, like family friendly thing here. It's also a film just about being nice, right? Go help people. But I, I, I think it's also an interesting, uh, film in the sense that it paints witches in a really nice light. Yeah, like I said, I think I was expecting the more like Western stereotypes where it's like the evil witch lives out in the forest and they're bad because because Christianity good and and evil Satan Mm. bad. Uh, Whereas this, all of the witches that we see 
are nice they're helpful even the the one that is the fortune teller that it seems a little bit more stuck Mm. up like you said she is a child so if she is giving these these fortunes on on love and romance and stuff yeah it's it's not gonna be the like steamy details Mm. of like well you do this one move in bed and they'll fall in love with you for forever no it's not gonna be yeah be that it is but it 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 it, it is this this movie that paints them all in this really nice and helpful light like even if Mm. you might not like them personally they will be helpful right they which which is i think a stereotype about witches in general of like they're up to no good they're all these satan worshiping dancing out in the woods naked women that (laughs) who knows what they're up to right yeah Um, they they run a suspicious this suspicious ballet school right yeah (laughs) all the things Uh, we've seen witches do (laughs) but yeah this paints them in this very friendly light of like they're just here to help like they they have no ill this feels like the book a little kid has that's like these are jobs you see around town this is a a firefighter this is the person at the grocery store yeah this feels like that but perhaps you have a local witch and who knows what they might do they could have any sort of trade all all, everything that we see a witch does is like a form of trade with normal human beings where it's it's just a business and they're not uh people of great tremendous intimidating power they're just i can i can give you clues about does that boy at school like you i can give you a potion to feel better i can just fly your package across town very quickly so it's 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 an interesting film to say the least. I I kind of wish there was more stuff out there like this, uh, especially mm-hmm. stuff that's not aimed at young kids. Because I I feel like there is some stuff out there. It's like oh she's a young witch and she's just learning magic. Um, there's one show I think it's on Netflix. I think it's like Little Witch Academia. I think is the name of it. I don't know. I mm-hmm. haven't seen it. I've actually heard good th- things that like if you like cartoons and just wholesome stuff like that's a fantastic one to watch. But I don't know. I haven't seen it. But there is stuff out there like that for younger kids. But mm. in more like teen or adult centric stuff, which is always have that like darker twist to them. Um, yeah, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like I, I like those stories as well. But I think it'd be nice to see a lighter twist on the witch, the witch story. Yeah, just just fun, wholesome. You know, like the Hallmark help. Channel feel good romantic holiday movie of witches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, in addition to all of the actual literal magic within this movie when i was a kid i was also struck by when i talked about how magical this felt to me beyond actually being a witch and the potions and the fortune telling and the flying and the talking cat was just the setting and the environment that she goes to this town it's just a a mid-sized you know like omni-european 
charming little seaside town that felt magnificent to me when I was a kid. Like if there was if there was no actual magic in this and she was just like a bicycle delivery girl, you know, and she's just out on her first summer job or something. If all the magical towns. Yeah, I just want to be there. It seems so vibrant and inviting and like just big enough to be exciting but small enough that so many people know each other and i love osono who's this this baker who who kiki helps like she uh uh, customers like baby drop their pacifier and and kiki's like oh i'll fly it over to her i I see her walking away i'll i'll fly the pacifier down to her and then osono is like uh sees she doesn't really have a place to stay and she's like we have a spare room you can stay here you can deliver things for the bakery, which happens less than you think it would. Like I said, this movie has fewer delivery scenes than I remembered. And she's like, yeah, just help me mind the store. I'm about to have a baby and uh, just help out. And you can run your business out yeah. of my store. And yeah, just I'll, I'll you have free room and board and I'll give you breakfast and you can use my phone. You don't have to buy your own phone line for your delivery business. The concept of just having a a friendly person take you in and be valuable to them, I think, was also something I aspired to when I was a kid. I aspired to be of help. I wanted to be helpful when I was a kid. That was very important to me. And Asono in particular, like she's got this red hair and this like big, vibrant laugh. She reminds me a lot of one of my aunts. I think that's why I took to her so much when I was little. But my aunt, I think, also was a baker when I was a kid. Just to be around a bakery, like there's so much bread all over the place. The bread's as fantastical as anything else. If there was no magic and if this was even a plainer town, I'd find magic in the bread alone. Just there's enough whimsy and a loaf of bread to tide me over. Good it's stuff. to to have to find that strong a sense of family and of of domestic help and togetherness and cooperation is another aspect of the magic of it for for me in this movie. Just to be in a, a new home that war- welcomes you with big warm bread smelling arms. And you can do things that can help them. Like you can, you know, you can kind of earn your keep. You can, you can feel of use. You can feel fulfilled being in that place. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I don't know if I have much more to say on Kiki's delivery service. It was good. It was fun. I enjoyed this a lot. I, I love the climax with like the, the blimp that goes haywire. I think that's just the right amount of disaster to add into this story where Mm -hmm. it's such a strange like this huge huge blimp like the scale of that sort of a a threat but it's things end up being like it just crashes into the top of a clock tower and Tombow almost falls but then he's fine like that's the right amount of danger to put into this movie for like a six seven eight year old yeah good stuff I enjoyed this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ch- go check it out. Definitely, we all know that the I... Miyazaki films are all fantastic. I, I don't think he has one that is like a bad one. There might be some that are like lesser known, but they're 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 all just good. He makes good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. If that is all we had to say on that, then I'm going to pull up Bingo to see if we have yeah. any updates on that. We've been playing review show Bingo with a bunch of entertainment tropes throughout the rest of the year. Melissa is crushing me right now. I think you have like <laughs> six bingos and I have one. Oh, we're, one, we're... two, three, four, I, I think five. it's six to one. Six. It is six. Six to one. Yep. I am being dominated uh, here in this bingo game, uh, but I'm close to getting more. I hope mm. one day. Um, I I don't think this had any no time to eat breakfast scene. That would have been the one, the one right. that I think this movie would have had. But, we didn't yeah, we didn't have it. This is why I pitched you a set of anime movies. I was wondering if I could get no time to eat breakfast and if you could get the sound of cicadas. <laughs> well, I actually do I have the sound of cicadas on here? I already have that one. I oh. have that for something. So I I've I I have that marked down. That one's in the okay. one big bingo that I already have. Huh. The ones that I don't yeah, have I that yet one was. is is a character gets hit through building courtroom yeah. scene no time to eat breakfast the right you sequel also to the one. james bond yeah. film there right uh death by electrocution robot blamed for murder detective who makes the case personal and didn't realize my own strength oh yeah Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, no updates from me on this one. I, I, I have to have like a miracle thing where like, it's like <laughs> come on, season three of The Leftovers. Character gets hit <laughs> through a building and dies by electrocution and something else all in one. Like, I, I, I need that. They I introduce need my, like, a robot miracle. only to blame it for murder. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's the show like, throws everything else into the stew pot. Our, our Christmas Why not stuff put in a robot? Has a robot yeah. blamed for murder. Right. I was thinking about like because I I'd love to talk about Home Alone right, yeah. at some point. I know it's like such a stereotypical Christmas standard, but yeah. it is a movie I legitimately am very fond of and have things to say about. So I thought about throwing it into the pitches again this year, and I'm like, no. I think that's rude to do to Kyle to have a scene where somebody is electrocuted but lives. <laughs> that's the that's the like meta of the review show bingo. Like, how can we get so close to something that we know is on the other person's card, but we don't get there? <laughs> You're going to give me something where somebody has no time to eat dinner. <laughs> that or like starts to run out on breakfast, but then is convinced to sit and stay. Right. right. You're right, honey. I'll return for an entire plate of bacon and eggs. That exactly, meeting can wait. Exactly. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, recommendations. Let's move mm -hmm. on to recommendations. If they liked Kiki's delivery service, what else might they like? This reminded me a lot of Soul. I think Soul is a, a similar Soul is movie a good one. where yeah. you have this 
artistic or, or or technical skilled pursuit that you were following that you think is the point of your life and what everything hinges on and your purpose for being. But Soul winds up being a story that's like less about that and more about just the joy of being alive and just living out there in the world, walking around, seeing like a helicopter fly down from a tree and like being in the sun and petting a cat and talking to a friend. And that's what what Kiki is. She has the skill that she's practicing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think her strongest suit is not how well she can fly. It's how kind she is to everyone around her. And yeah, that's the most valuable aspect of her life that never goes away, no matter whether she can fly or not. I'd recommend Soul. I think Ratatouille is also uh, just a beautiful European setting with Janine Garofalo in it. <laughs> and somebody just trying to excel at uh, something that they want to be good at, something that they feel speaks to them in their heart. They want to take this, this thing that they love and build an entire career out of it. And I want to recommend... Uh, Another childhood favorite movie of mine that I watched all the time, constantly rented from Blockbuster when I was like eight years old. It's an animated movie called Cats Don't Dance. Do you know this? It's vaguely familiar, but I, I don't know. It would air on it. Cartoon Network sometimes. It's a movie, it's like a fairly obscure movie. I think it was put out by like Warner Brothers Animation Studios. It's this story, it's set in like old time Hollywood. Old time Hollywood where there are people and there are anthropomorphic animals, but animals are like these second rate bit players like animals just play animals who say moo and meow in like the movies that actually star humans in like real rich roles. And there's this cat named Danny who comes from the small town of Kokomo, Indiana. He wants to go to Hollywood. He's like, I'm going to make it big. I want to be a song and dance star. I want to star in the next big hit Hollywood musical. Danny the Cat, that's me, my name up in lights. And he gets to the town and all these other jaded, like animal character actors are like, they're never going to give you the big part. The big parts are for humans. Nobody takes us seriously. Right. That's not show business. And it's him inspiring (laughs) all of his animal actor friends again and uh overthrowing this like shirley temple type like uh (laughs) controlling spoiled little girl star who's starring in a a noah's ark picture called darla dimple in the littlest archangel where all the animals are just these bit part players and and danny's like what if I was the star and she sees that he's trying to like take over the show and she's like no no animal is doing that on my watch interesting interesting okay the it's an a such a delightful film it's got such a lovely exuberant joyful spirit in it the music's wonderful I would rent this and just watch the musical numbers over and over again I don't know where this movie can be found it sort of fell through the cracks when it came out. I don't know where it's landed. It's like a very small. If anybody has seen it, I, I have. They love it. It's a really touching film in that way. So I don't know where you can find Cats Don't Dance, but I, I, I definitely recommend you check it out. A personal yeah. Wilkinson favorite. There you go. Good stuff. 
Uh, well, at the start of the show, we mentioned uh, that here on the review show, we've actually covered Castle of Cagliostro. However, that was me by myself uh, before yeah. Melissa had joined the review show. Um, so it's a shorter kind of re review of that uh, thing when I was looking for someone to help me make this show. Um, so yeah, if you want another Miyazaki film that we've covered here on the review show, Castle of Cagliostro is up. Uh, that is a movie in the like Lupin the Third universe uh, there. So uh, more on the like action adventure crime side of of things, and not the like magical like adventure that uh, that the, that Kiki's delivery service was um but let's see i would also recommend um god i just had it and now it is leaving my mind i i i should have written it down um what am i thinking of oh my god i don't I just know this. give this me is, a clue this is gonna bother me this is gonna be this is gonna bothered me so much uh well something else that i can recommend also is gotham academy uh if you oh. want a uh a comic book that is uh focused on maybe the more magical side or the darker magic side of the dc universe but is aimed at, at kids uh gotham academy is a book to check out i kind of like to say it is harry potter but set in gotham if that makes sense, uh, mm. Batman shows up in like two or three panels, but that's it. Like, it's really not about him. It's about these younger kids uh, that are that, that have gotten accepted into Gotham Academy and they're discovering all of these like secrets and stuff about the school and about their family history uh, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I had something else to recommend and I'm like, just I just completely forget. Well, well, what it is so i don't know i'm stuck i'm stuck okay. with that one okay well they will we'll add an addendum uh to the end of a future episode if i next remember, week yeah <laughs> but yeah what if you never remember <laughs> what if it's three years from now my god melissa i've got it <laughs> three years later <laughs> Next week, we are finishing our ongoing monthly series, watching every season of the HBO series The Leftovers. Uh, all three seasons, not very many, but the show packs an awful lot of a punch into three seasons. I'm halfway through season three right now, and it's uh, it's Leftovers. It is. It, it's I've, I've been so delighted to find out what a bonkers show this is. It is every bit the impressive prestigious high production value excellent performances like hbo drama that i thought that it was mm -hmm. but it's also got this weird chaotic energy to it that's been so fun to watch how that develops uh yeah. we talked about season one season two already next week we're going to talk about season three and cap that off it'll be good uh yeah. after that though yes i don't have my pitches ready but I believe uh, we would be we'll be start we'll be in December. So we'll be starting yes, our like be. holiday themed or winter themed mm. pitches, uh, stuff like that. So I'm I'm uh, on the look. I'm, I'm, I'm on the hunt uh, for some okay. 
holiday themed stuff. But okay. Here we go. Uh, but yeah, because December, we like to take those last like two weeks off or sometimes it's like that last week and then that first week in January, that first mm. weekend, uh, depending on how it all falls and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I think we're going to be recording uh, our final review show on December 12th, I think. Okay, December 12th. Yeah, I think that's what we had. When would we come back in January? Would we come back on the 2nd or on the 9th? Um, I'm going to assume the 9th because... That'd be a whole month off. I... Yeah, we might still be able to do something on the 2nd because I will have my podcasting stuff with me uh, when I go visit my parents. But I don't know if I'm going to be back on that first weekend since it is also uh new year's weekend mm-hmm. so the 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 eighth and ninth might be the first weekend that i'm like legitimately back yeah uh, but yeah yeah last last review show maybe the 12th maybe the 20 or the 19th but we're also going to be doing our like mm-hmm. end of the year retrospective celebration mm-hmm. around that time too so things are rapidly approaching the end of the year yeah. here yeah like that weekend of the 17th 18th 19th that maybe when we plan our retrospective and we're gonna have to talk about spider-man so that may be enough that's a lot for one weekend so yeah we, we yeah. may call it call it a day at the on the 12th yeah indeed uh but with that I think this wraps up number 164 of the Whatnots Review Show. So, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, a show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. We will inevitably do an episode on Cats Don't Dance. Uh, It's such a personal favorite for both of us. We don't know when, but it is inevitable. Good stuff. Uh, If you guys want to follow me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, We would love your help in spreading the word about our shows here uh, at The the Whatnots. Um, It would mean a lot. So yeah. Go do all that stuff. We will be back next week with The Leftovers Season 3. And then after that, we'll be on some holiday pitches, some wintry wonderland mm-hmm. pitches. It'll be good. We will see you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.